All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Special One Cards. A little different format today, probably not a different format, but, you know, I always say that and then it doesn't change. I didn't get a guest today. I've been really busy with work, so I wasn't able to really um, capitalize on asking somebody to join us today. So I am going to um, try to get one for next week, hopefully, uh, for you guys and pick somebody out that can bring some uh, good value, some good insight um, from the perspective of, uh, of a non-influencer, right? So, and um, we'll go from there. So first things I want to talk about, a few different things I'm going to talk about today. I'm going to talk about the East Coast National. I did a 10 last week. I'm going to talk about a set of cards that I really like that I've started to kind of dive into a little bit. Um, going to talk about a prospect as well today. And then finally, we'll do some... Uh, some of my pickups uh, this past week, um, let you guys know what I'm buying, uh, what I'm buying, basically. Uh, I'm not really selling a lot of stuff right now. I'm holding a lot of stuff. The hockey side of things, I am selling quite a bit, uh, even though I shouldn't be doing that. It is the offseason. I'm going against my laurels. But I have a lot of stuff at PSA that generally uh, for hockey, for example, and even a lot of soccer, stuff that going to come back and I'm going to keep a lot of doubles of particular young guns and things of that nature from the hockey sets that I'll eventually sell. So a lot of the stuff I have been selling on eBay are basically some uh, duplicates and doubles and triples of things. I've opened so much series two that, you know, the best thing to do is to uh, move some of those cards as well. So, all right, let me talk a little bit about the East coast national, how that was, that was down, that was held down in Suffolk, New York. I think that was at Rockland community college, but an hour and a half drive for me wasn't too bad. I went by myself. Couldn't entice my wife to go, obviously. She does not attend these things with me. Hopefully one of these days she will. But got there. Uh, it was inside their field house. No air conditioning. Really uncomfortable. Really tough um, being there. Um, basically, in kind of to summarize my day there, I did. there were a lot of tables. A lot of tables. A few guys with soccer. Not a lot. Probably three to four tables with um, soccer. Nobody, one guy was kind of exclusive to soccer. Didn't really find much for, let's talk, you know, slabs over 50 bucks, you know, anything like that. That would entice me to kind of move on. I did find a nice value box and I forgot the name of the the table I was at. Um, found a nice value box, picked up a few different things to kind of uh, hold on to, throw into some of my giveaways for my breaks I do and whatnot. Um uh, Francisco Conceição, um, not Conceição, sorry. Francisco Trincão, new sporting signing from Barcelona. Found a sapphire base of his for a buck. Found a Nuno Mendes museum collection, uh, unnumbered for a buck. Uh, Alejandro Marks, obviously, I picked up a few of his cards. A sapphire base, his refractor out of tops, his sparkle uh, out of chrome as well. Gonzalo Ramos base, a buck. Found some tetes for a buck. So nothing crazy, uh, really, in terms of my hockey purchase. I did find a canvas um, Tim Stutzel rookie that I grabbed. I thought that I got that for a good price at $30. So a lot of value box plays. Some of those cards I did send into SGC. I kind of went against my laurels with PSA. Some of the stuff I did buy in terms of the value box stuff, uh, I am going to move uh, to SGC. I'm kind of going to do a little experiment here on in terms of quick flips, right, and trying to see what that does i gotta pay for my psa subs somehow i'm hoping hoping that those will help me sgc uh slabs that i did send in so and they are turning around pretty quickly i tested it with a few slabs i gave to my groomsmen um 
for my wedding gifts to them. Uh, gave them some cards that needed to be slabbed. So they got slabbed. I got those back. It was like door to door. I think it was about a week, not even. So if you're looking to flip, SGC is the way to go. Uh, you do leave a lot of money on the table when it comes to the hockey side of things with the young guns. The soccer stuff, I haven't seen. There is a difference um, in terms of what you're going to get out of PSA versus SGC. And quite frankly, some of the stuff, uh, one of the sets I'm going to talk about today is Panini's um, gold standard set. Starting to think that those gold cards will look phenomenal in the SGC slab. Black and gold just go so well. So, um, so suffer no real crazy pickups. I think I probably spent about, oh, I picked up a few football cards. I don't buy a lot of football anymore, but I picked up an Antonio Gibson uh, RPA rookie patch auto for those who don't know what that is. Uh, some Nico Collins stuff, Texans receiver. Gibson's a running back for the Redskins who was probably going to lose his job and was going to be um, a kick returner primarily, but now with Brian Robinson getting shot um, and hopefully he recovers quickly. That might change. So uh picked up a few of that stuff cheap. I think the Gibson was 30 bucks. Nice RPA. Nico Collins stuff, I think I picked up for 20 bucks. One was numbered to 10. It was just really cheap and some prism kind of other cards as well. So um I had a good time. I was there primarily for most of the day, probably from 11 to about 3.30. So I wasn't there a whole long time, uh, enough for me to get my things done, look at stuff. Value box plays, was my trip worth it? I'm not really sure. It's going to be hard for me to tell until these SGC slabs come back uh, for stuff that I'm going to kind of move and flip. So that could have been in a better venue. It was, a, it was kind of in an awkward uh, location where it was located. Uh, it was basically an hour and a half for me in Connecticut. So Rockland County is on the other side of New York, per se. Uh, so kind of northwest of near New Jersey on the border, uh, northwest of Manhattan. So really a weird spot to get to. Um, I don't know. I wasn't too happy with it. I heard good things about um, the Burbank show. The other thing, I am going to be in Dallas next weekend. So if any of you guys are in Dallas, please DM me. I want to link up with you guys. I haven't booked my hotel yet, so I need to do that. Uh, that's kind of important. I'm heading to Vegas for work on Sunday. So I figured, you know what, let's leave early. Let's get to Dallas on Friday, hang out Friday, hang out Saturday and part of Sunday and see what that show's all about to kind of look at that experience and see what that's like. People have been saying that it's probably one of the best shows in the country. So we'll see what happens there. All right. Some of you guys probably saw this week. I posted uh, kind of an interesting card, uh, Ronaldo 2019-20 Panini Gold Standard card. Uh, it was a card that I did pick up uh, last week or the week before. I can't even remember. It might have been last week or maybe even early this week. I can't even remember. Uh, Ronaldo Gold of 79. It's a solid gold. It's kind of an insert out of that set. That set is uh, the 2019-20 Panini Gold Standard. Again, Gold Standard is a set that has appeared uh, in the football and uh, football and basketball, actually, for Panini. They've done that set. Pretty nice set. Um one pack, seven cards in that in in those boxes. So it's one pack, seven cards, three autos usually or memorabilia per uh, box. Again, it's one pack, so it's kind of a big. Um, well, it's gotten expensive now. Uh, the hundred, it's one hundred sixty dollars a box when it came out. It is now about six hundred five, is what I've seen on eBay. Ones you can find, other ones are priced a thousand dollars and up. Reason I'm looking at this set, I think it's kind of underappreciated. I think the treble set is a great set as well that people are starting to kind of look into and 
the kind of the boats kind of sail on that stuff. It's gotten expensive. So I'm looking at this at primarily because I think some singles are really good values that you can buy. And then I look at the pop reports and the gem rates on that stuff. So I published a little bit of that. And I think I might, might have made an error in my publications on Instagram when I when I published a 3.6% um, gem rate. And that was actually only for the newly minted in that set. So an insert, it's a rookie insert, basically, newly minted rookies. Now, some of those might not be considered rookies. Some are considered rookies. Some aren't. You can judge that for yourself. But 111 of those have been graded. There's only been 410, so that's a 3.6% um, gem rate. Now, the base is an interesting play because the base, all the base, they are numbered to 129. Uh, and the base, a little bit different. The base has got, you've seen 224 graded. There's been 37 tens. And that gem rate is about 69%. So gem rate, when I talk about gem rate, that, that means PSA 10. I'm not looking at SGC. I'm not looking at Beckett. I'm just looking at PSA's kind of database on that. 16.5% for the base. Uh, and the base are all numbered to 129. So very limited, very exclusive set. Obviously, the gem rates aren't great on that. There's also another insert on it called Dynamics, which those have seen 56 cards graded, 9 10s. That's about 16% as well. So it looks like that the newly minted cards are a little bit lower in at 3.6%. So those newly minted uh, rookies are really hard to grade apparently based on that gem rate. Overall, the set looks like it's a difficult set to grade. Probably have some chipping on the corners, uh, chipping on the card with the gold kind of style of the card and uh, uh, coloring of the card. So just an interesting set that I'm looking at. There's not a lot of it on eBay. Um, they're, they're, they did take what they did do right with that set. Is they tried to take the best players, best teams in the world. They also threw some U.S. women players in the set, too. So you have Alex Morgan. I think Carly's in it as well. So there's a few of them there. So take a look at that set. Uh, you may find something relatively cheap. To give you an idea, um, I actually bought a Chiesa newly minted. I paid $15 for the card. Um, and I'll talk about those pickups afterwards, just so you guys know, in terms of what I was paying for some of this stuff, because a lot of that stuff was were the pickups from the last week, week and a half from that set. Um, some of them I do intend to sell, obviously, uh, as, and some of them I do intend to keep. But some of the ones that I bought, typically I don't buy some of the stuff that comes in that I did buy. I bought two cards that I would normally not buy, but I did buy anyhow. So... Um, Cool little set to look at in terms of what you're getting out of that set, the gem rates, um, the the pop counts. And I know somebody kind of, I'm not going to give them the 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 airtime and name them on Instagram, but they did come at me a little bit in my evaluation of Merlin versus Chrome and telling me that my data was insignificant or not significant. My response to that is, is what it is. We all, many of us, obviously, that grade, we value the grades and we value the pop counts. If we didn't, there wouldn't be a demand for those cards. So that's kind of important to remember. Um, we as collectors, as investors, I think it, when it comes to both, both sides of the table always want limited things. They want stuff that not everybody can have. They want things that are low print runs. They want things that are exclusive, right? I think that's just human nature with anything that we buy or anything that we have. So. That person came at me a little bit on there. Um, I think he was questioning my post in terms of that, but he also took offense to the fact that I called out particular breakers. I didn't name names. So, I mean, I don't know if that was an admission of guilt by that particular individual, but 
I didn't name names, but a lot of breakers, uh, and this is not a, any fault of their own. They just didn't do the research. That's why it's important. It's to do the research to make sure you're telling people what they should know. And at the time also, it was hard to find that research because there weren't really many pop counts of Merlin or Chrome from last year. So at the same time, uh, I have to look at it and say, maybe I did the wrong thing by calling them out uh, on that. Um, but in that same respect, it's also not transparent to tell people that Chrome is easier to grade than than last year's Merlin, which which holds which wasn't holding true with the data that I pulled up. So a little quick snippet on that for you guys to kind of mull and think over. Um, I know some of you guys have reached out and messaged me and agreed with my perspective on that. Merlin tends to, from last year, Merlin Chrome tends to grade a lot easier than Chrome last year. Um, even the paper stock on Merlin's better. The only question is on the Merlin stuff, the lower numbered stuff has also been a lot harder to grade. Uh, and maybe I'll break that down at some point because I've had some cards that are low numbered, the the of 10s, the uh, of 25s that uh, the centering was really bad on them off, not even 60, 40, you know, you're talking like, you know, 70, 30, 70, or like even 80, 20, right? So important when you're looking at Merlin Chrome. So I think Merlin Chrome from last year, I think is a strong play. It's cheap enough right now, I think, that the value is there. Eventually that set will be sought after, I believe. And why I think that, a few points. One, you have Europa League players in it along with Champions League players. And you got some really good rookies in there, the Fabio Vietas of the world, the... Gonzalo Ramos is of the world. I'm just talking about those two guys, particularly because they're Portuguese. But there's other ones, right? There's Ander in Spain. Um, there's Victor Osamine in, in Serie A. So there's a lot of really good players in there that probably weren't part of that Champions League. They're in the Europa League, and there's an opportunity there. So take a look at that set also. Hopefully those numbers helped you. And if there's anything else I can break down for you guys, I will do it um, in terms of Maybe we can do a rookie card breakdown and just check the pop rates on that and the gem rates based on a particular type of refractor, or we could just do it based on things numbered under 50 or whatever. Any ideas, guys, just shoot them over to me. So um, I know that was kind of a lot. I meant to talk about one set and then I jumped into the other set, but they're both um, similar in terms of, I think, you know, gold standard, obviously 1920. There are some really good cards in there. There's Alfonso Davies. There's Weston McKinney. There's a really nice Ronaldo that I grabbed. I think you guys saw that picture. This is Mbappe. Mbappe to 129. So I think, you know, I, I bought an Mbappe. Uh, I'm going to grade it. I probably, I'm probably going to go to SGC with it. because I, I, Again, I like the black and gold label. I think it looks really nice. So for that card, because I don't intend on really selling that. Maybe. Who knows? But we'll see. Um, quick thing. Let's talk next about. I'm going to talk a little bit about my pickups this past week or week and a half, two weeks, right? I already talked about some of the stuff I picked up at the show in Suffren. And again, I'm going to Dallas this weekend. So hopefully if some of you guys are going, we can link up and chit chat, soccer, chit chat, any sport, really. I mean, I don't really buy football much anymore or baseball here and there. I'll buy something that I want to have for my PC, but not a lot of stuff, but I'm looking forward to like kind of looking at hockey in Dallas. Um, and I don't play in the high high end side of things, so I play more in the conservative side. And I try to, um, for hockey, I don't mind spending you know up to a thousand dollars on a card, but we'll see. Um, all right, so this week I picked up a few different things. Again, I talked about some of those gold standard cards. I picked up an Mbappe to one twenty nine. 
I picked up a Alfonso Davies number to 79. It's a PSA 9. Um, I think I paid, what did I pay for that card? I paid for the Davies, and I just liked the card. I thought it was a cool card. And it's probably something I can capitalize on at the World Cup, right? I paid $47 for that card. So I did a really good job on that card, I think. PSA 9, I believe. I think the pop counts one on that, number to 79. The Ronaldo I paid 65 for, uh, or actually 77 with the shipping. So not a bad Ronaldo to get, numbered to 79, solid gold it's called, um, that insert out of that set. The Weston McKinney I paid 35 bucks for. It's an of 79. It's a gold standard metallurgy, which is an insert of that set as well. And then the keys, I thought I stole that for 15 bucks. I mean, so... Good pickups, nothing crazy, not a big risk uh, uh, play here. Mbappe paid 65 bucks for, I mean, of 129 If you compare Mbappe 1920 cards to this card, I think this card is a superior card, obviously. The last card I really picked up this week, I spent a little bit of money. I bought it from Portugal. We'll see how what it does um, when it comes back. I bought a 1961 Eusebio Rookie, uh, the one that's pictured this first picture right on a it's like a caricature on a matchbook uh, what used to be matches so we'll see how this does uh the gentleman wanted 240 254 originally i threw an offer at 145 shipped i think it works out to about 157 total so i threw an offer at that and um he took it so um was happy with that We'll see how it comes back i'm definitely sending that to psa i'd like to slab that uh, that's a pc item obviously for me um, in terms of what else I grabbed, uh, I grabbed um, I grabbed one other thing on Instagram. And shout out to um, I got to pull up his name here because I had it here. Where is it? I grabbed two more Jota cards um, coming over from the UK. Uh, shout out to yeah, shout out to Ben Breaks, Ben dot Breaks dot UK. That's his username on IG. He uh, was lucky to get, I guess he pulled two Jota uh, rookies out of Chronicles. One was numbered to 59, um, and the other one was numbered to 23. So I did sell um, one of my Jotas recently, graded uh, to somebody else in the community, another Portuguese collector, helped them out, gave him a really good price on it. So I grabbed this one. It's the Cracked Ice version. I'm going to be really happy to have it. Going to send those to PSA as well. So those were great. He gave me a really good deal. I bought both together for $53. Excuse me, 53 British pounds. And I think that worked out to like $70, something something of that nature. So um, really happy with my pickups. Again, nothing crazy. The Eusebio, I'm really interested to see how that does at PSA when I get it. Not that it matters to me. I just wanted the, the piece to add to the, the PC. I think vintage soccer is a great play for people. If you haven't mingled... If you haven't mingled in that space, I would suggest you do so. I think it's one of the vintage sports that is going to catch up to the other vintage sports. It's only a matter of time. So there's a lot of really good legends you can buy from the 60s, 70s, even 50s at really low prices that warrant it. Eusebio is one of those guys that he is a classic uh, legend who I don't think gets the respect that he should in terms of hobby value. Uh, people that have watched Eusebio play, for example, my father watched him play. He says that Eusebio today would would kill it. He would be probably the best player in the world. Uh, just a goal-scoring 
man, athletic, uh, big guy that was an excellent player. So um, really cool. Hopefully I'll follow up with you guys. You'll follow my Instagram. You'll see that on a post uh, at some point whenever that comes back from PSA. I don't know if I'm going to send that at $30 level. I'll probably get the old um, upcharge if I do that. So may have to send it to $50 level and get, back, get that back quicker. So again, reminder, if you guys want to send PSA cards into grade, just send them to me. I can send them in for you. I do have a collector's club membership. A few of you have sent me cards to send in at the $30 level, which is great. Most of them, all of them have gone out already. Um, so I try to separate the orders. That way I can track them a little bit easier. The $30 level, guys, just a reminder, it is running anywhere from 90 to 120 days. So uh, be patient. Uh, I do not I do not upcharge anybody either. The only thing I ask you to do is when I'm sending cards, if I'm already shipping, I already pay for the shipping to PSA. I don't need you guys to pay for that shipping. But when the cards come back from PSA, I do got to ship them to you. So the only thing I ask for is for you guys to, to, to pay that shipping or else I get to keep your cards. <laughs> I'm pretty much plain and simple. And then the grading fees. I don't charge any grading fees up front. Uh, the grading fees get uh, charged by PSA once done, so uh, you don't have to worry about that quite yet. Again, if you don't pay your grading fees, you don't get your cards because I can't pay for the grading for you. So just keep that in mind. So usually I can kind of discover and figure out when they'll be charging my card. Usually a QA check too. Usually that night or like two business days after, that's when I'm going to charge the card. So I'll reach out at that point with that information. So that kind of... Uh, talks about my pickups uh we did a sapphire break uh last night or yeah yeah last night or earlier actually it's morning so i'm recording this on um early friday morning for you guys um we had some nice ronaldo um numbered stuff we had a nice ronaldo numbered sapphire for a first time entrant into the soccer breaking community a hockey gong show troy uh if you guys haven't if you guys are interested in hockey, take a listen to their podcast. They do an excellent job, uh, a lot fancier than me in terms of their music at the beginning and things of that nature, but they do a really good job of breaking down things. A little longer podcast, but they're really knowledgeable guys. They look at things very similar to the way I look at things in the soccer world. So recommend those guys and uh, Hockey Gong Show, Troy. Welcome to the soccer community. Want to be one of the first ones to welcome you. So um so we are doing more breaks coming up. Hopefully Stadium Club Chrome next week. I know everyone's already gotten it. Uh, Merlin is coming out soon too as well. I'm not sure if I'm going to get that. I want to get that product, but I want to kind of open that product myself. Probably won't do it. Stadium Club Chrome, I'm a little disappointed that there weren't more uh, Porto and more sporting cards in it. Uh, I felt like that was a clearly a missed opportunity. Merlin, the same thing. One Benfica card. I mean, come on. You had, you've got... Um, Aruju at Benfica, who's a really young, bright star striker for Benfica, who could have had a rookie card. But I'm looking forward to the other ones. Felix Afenagayan, who just transferred from Roma. I'm looking forward to Cherokee, Cherokee's rookie in there, the Olympic Leon player, who's still only 18 or 19. Um, so I'm looking forward to that set. Again, I didn't love the design, but I do like what I see in terms of the checklist. So looking forward to that. Um my spotlight this week on a prospect, I want to talk about one one prospect this week, uh, and he's probably not really a prospect anymore at this point. He is 24 years old. He'll be 25 next year. I think he's still enough to make an, still young enough to make an impact. He's been looked at by a lot of the top clubs in the world. He's a Dutch international 
Again, he's 24. He's playing at, at uh, Atlanta right now. Uh, transferred to Atlanta from AZ Alkmaar in the Dutch League. He is a midfielder. He's scored four goals already and in, primarily had a hat trick last week against Torino. So this past weekend. So last year in 30 appearances for Atlanta, he had four goals. Um, but the previous year at uh, AZ Alkmaar, he scored um, an, astonish- an astonishing 15 goals and had five assists. So Again, he's being watched by many big clubs in the world. Um, his primary roles on a team, I'd say, are defensive mid. That's probably his best position, but he is not a box-to-box, box-to-box midfielder at all. So he can also occupy the attacking and central midfield positions as well. So, um, and again, you know, we sometimes confuse the role of a box-to-box midfielder as being a defensive midfielder. That is not accurate to state that. So he is not that. He operates primarily on the left when he's playing. He does not really stray right too much. Um, but I'd like to see him kind of improve that side of the game. Not an excellent dribbler, so you're not going to get real excitement out of watching him dribble the ball. But, um, you know, I'd say his best position is obviously defensive midfield. Um the one really good thing about him, he's an exceptional tackler. Um, exceptional. Uh, and when I say that, he, I'd say if he was in the Premier League right now, he'd probably be amongst the, the top five uh, tacklers in, in the Premier League. Just exceptional level of talent in, in, in regards to that. And then the other thing is he's an excellent free kick taker. Astonishing, really good free kick taker. All right, his rookie cards. You can find even though he's only even though he's twenty four, you can find his rookie cards. And we're not talking about stickers; we're talking about cards. In twenty one, twenty two Chronicles, you have both the XR and the Flex edition of those cards. Obviously, the most sought after ones are the XR cracked ice number two twenty three, I believe. Um, and Flux has a uh, a card a parallel of nineteen that actually recently sold only for nineteen dollars, so nineteen ninety nine to be correct. His base generally runs two to $4 um, flux or cron or flux or XR editions. And uh, you have to remember XR also has some purple Astros and things of that nature. So I think he's a pretty good buy. Um, You know, if you're looking to invest really kind of, again, we do low risk here, high reward, high ceiling. So good little exciting player to watch at Atlanta. Um, and his cards are, again, they're 21-22 Chronicles, his rookie cards, the XR edition, the Flex edition. I believe those are the only ones in there in terms of um, different offerings because the Chronicles set offers different uh, sets within a set. So um, that's uh, kind of the rookie I wanted to profile today. I expect him uh, to have a big year this year again. Um, if he gets into double digits and goals, again, like he did Alkamar, you could potentially see a big move coming next summer for him. Um, I would say, I mean, he's already valued, I think, at close to 30 million uh, euros. So he probably makes a move at 50 million if he does do that, maybe more in terms of if he gets the goal scoring that he had at AZ Alkmaar. So that's my uh, prospect pickup this week, guys. Uh, Again, if you're not following me on Instagram, make sure you follow me there. Make sure you guys give me reviews on my podcast, too, on Spotify, on Apple, wherever you listen to it. That certainly helps me. It also helps me kind of if you want to send in questions. I know people started some hobby rants and they forgot to send them, whatever. Send me your hobby rants, send me your hobby questions so we can kind of start get, diving into that content a little bit and talking more about that. And then next week, I'm hoping to have a guest on the show, which will be fun. I uh, haven't decided on who yet. I got a few really good 
people that I'm going to have on the show uh, lined up. I am going to tell you that I will have somebody uh, in particular to talk U.S. soccer, uh, a guy that I think uh, I follow him on, on Instagram, and he has some good perspectives, and he's very knowledgeable um, on the U.S. soccer market. If you guys are not following him, I got to find his um, – here we go. Uh, here it is. It's Jeremy, Downtown Soccer Cards. If you're not following him, give him a follow. Pretty knowledgeable on the MLS, the U.S. national team setup, etc. Uh, I know I know somewhat uh, of U.S. soccer. Unfortunately, I'm not an expert on it because I don't watch enough of it. I watch primarily Serie A, the Portuguese league. I watch the Premier League. I watch the French league. I even watch the Bundesliga here and there. But give him a follow. We'll have him on soon. Probably more closer to the World Cup. I think he'll probably bring a little more value there. Maybe even in October we'll have him on. But that is it for me today, guys. Again, follow me on Instagram. Follow me on whatnot. Follow me anywhere I am, any platform. Uh, I, I'm on Twitter, but I'm not very active. But I'm more active on Instagram. So, um, And again, make sure you check out my breaks because the prices I have on Instagram are cheaper than the ones you'll see on whatnot. Uh, we'll probably break some Stadium Club Chrome next week. I'll probably get that post up today, which would be Friday. You're uh, either early afternoon or late afternoon. All I ask for you to do is comment in the post with what team you want and then DM me and send payment immediately to reserve it. I don't want to get caught in chasing people down for payments. I've had to do that. I'm trying to give everybody the benefit of the doubt. So, guys, I thank you so much again for listening. I look forward to meeting many of you. Again, hit me up if you're going to Dallas. Thank you, guys. Take care of yourself.